Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christy Rodriguez, and <laughs> I have an Instagram for Astrology Now, and I wish you all would follow it. <laughs> it doesn't have many followers yet. Um, it sh- does not reflect the numbers um, of listeners I have. So if you don't follow Astrology Now Podcast, I have an Instagram, Astrology Now underscore podcast. By no means are you obligated to follow it. Um, but sometimes I post like, what would you like to hear about? What types of segments would you like? What would you want to learn more about? And things like this. And so you have the opportunity to respond to things of that nature, <laughs> so follow it if you want. But anyway, so I did that recently, and I said, what would you like to learn about? And somebody said something really interesting, and I wasn't expecting it at all. And they said, reconciliation. And they said, I'm a Scorpio, or I'm a Sagittarius, and I've been in a toxic relationship with a Scorpio. And that's like all they said. And so I'm not sure if they were referring to Vedic astrology or Western astrology, sun sign, rising sign, whatever. Um, but I thought that the topic was was really interesting and something that I would love to talk about. And so couples astrology is one of my favorite things to do. I love doing compatibility. I love seeing how people can communicate better and, oh, well, maybe their patterns are coming from here or this is why they do what they do. I find that aspect of astrology amazing because relationships are everything. You know, I, I feel that we're here to kind of burn off our karma by loving one another and meeting one another and taking the lessons that we learn from our relationships and making ourselves better, whether the relationship was good or not. And so I cannot solve everyone's relationship problems on this podcast, nor do I claim to be able to do that anyway. But what I can do is talk about the science and talk about some maybe patterns or habits that they have. And it's helpful once we name it, once we name the pattern or habit or thought process um, to just become a little bit more tolerant or accepting or even compassionate towards it. So I'm just going to do a very brief run through of the 12 signs. And I actually have to go to a class on campus soon. So hopefully this doesn't take a long time. Um, but I just got really inspired and I wanted to do it. So for Aries, keep in mind, I'm talking about Vedic sidereal astrology. If you want to learn more about Vedic astrology, I have two different podcasts on the difference, or you can look it up on the internet. But if you know about astrology and you've never heard about Vedic astrology, please research it first because I get a lot of emails talking about how I'm wrong and my calculator is wrong and da, 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 but it's just a different method of measurement. Okay. So anyway, moving forward. Aries are impulsive. Aries (laughs) like to do things before thinking them through. Sometimes if they feel a lot of emotion and it can be sadness, anger, frustration, happiness, they do things impulsively and then they sit with it and then sometimes they go back on their thought or their action. Aries can be short-tempered. Aries need a lot of room. They need a lot of space for freedom. They need space for their thoughts. They need space for their own identity. And so if something is hampering those qualities, it's going to be extremely frustrating for them. So if you're in a relationship with an Aries and you're experiencing conflict, maybe they need some space. 
Maybe they need space to reconnect with themselves. Maybe you need to actually verbalize to them that when they're impulsive, it's hurtful for you. And can they please withhold themselves and process things a little bit longer? And that could be a part of their path, right? Because we don't stay the same. People change. Um, And we actually have divisional charts. And in divisional charts, it can show how somebody kind of evolves over time. And I'll create another segment on that. But just, just know that just because someone is in areas and has these tendencies now doesn't mean that they're going to be this way for forever. And you can be a part of their path. And this goes for all of the signs. Taurus, Taurus are hard-headed. Taurus love to take care of themselves and the people around them. They can get a bruised ego if they're unable to care for the people around them. They like to be able to provide stability for themselves and others. Taurus are also very sensitive. Rejection is really hard. And so if you're in a relationship with Taurus and they feel some sort of rejection, and it doesn't necessarily need to be like a breakup, but just a a rejection in some way, it, it can leave them feeling sore about it. And so you can even ask like, hey, is there something that made you feel rejected? Is there something that we can communicate about? Are you feeling left out? Is there an emotion that you're not naming? Because Taurus can also think that they're strong enough to keep all these emotions inside. And so sometimes they just need a little bit of coaxing um, to get their emotions out. I have a lot of Taurus rising friends and it works (laughs) for the people I know anyway. Gemini are very much in need of intellectual stimulation. And so are they getting enough emotional and intellectual stimulation? Are they getting enough variety? Are they experiencing enough fun? Sometimes Gemini needs permission to let go and have fun because it's really important for Geminis to have fun. They're always trying to find an excuse to have fun. And if they're too busy in life or if things have been too serious, it's not going to be good for them. So trying to integrate lightness and play, things cannot be heavy all the time. If you're dating a Cancerian person, if they have moon or rising in Cancer, they are, we are (laughs) extremely emotional and Cancer is ruled by the moon. The moon changes phases every minute and so do their emotions. So they may feel one way, think about it 110% and then five minutes later, they've completely changed their mind and feel a different way. The best thing you can do is ask them how they're feeling and then support them. If you're having a difficult time with cancer, being able to take ownership of your actions, being able to take responsibility for what you've done is extremely helpful. It's also extremely helpful to ask them if they feel that they were responsible for anything because cancers, we tend to play the victim. Okay, it's real. And being able to show them where they may be They may not be, but it's possible that they're playing the victim, asking them if they played any part in that, if they had any responsibility in that. Because by showing people where they can take responsibility for their actions and showing them how they're creating their reality or how they started the fight or how they started the argument, it's going to actually give them more control of their life. 
and help them prevent these things from possibly happening in the future. And so this is a very hypothetical situation, right? But it takes two to tango. And if you're in a fight, odds are both of you have some responsibility in that. So helping them to see that. But seriously, if you messed up, don't try to turn it around on them and gaslight them. They will know, okay? Extremely emotionally intelligent. If you are a Leo person or dating a Leo person, this is probably like Leo moon, Leo rising. They love to have their ego stroked. They love to be told what they're doing well. And so if you are having a fight or if you are arguing, being able to deliver what they did wrong with things that they did right. So when you're approaching it, being like, hey, like I know that you were trying to be kind. And also when you did this, it hurt my feelings. Or hey, you know, it means a lot to me that you stay consistent and steady. And when you do these other things, it hurts my feelings or it makes me feel unloved. So just trying to also show the positive traits um, with your request for change. If you are dating a Virgo rising or Virgo moon, I give myself away. I can never conceal my emotions. Um, Virgos love order. Virgos love intellectualizing everything. So if you are having an argument with a Virgo, getting overly emotional is not helpful. They really want to hear the facts and they want to hear the logic behind things. So if you are fighting or trying to make amends with a Virgo, really sit with yourself. Try to stay regulated. Don't let yourself lose your emotional capacity. Try to stay matter of fact and logical. It can be difficult, but it's an incredible practice. If you are in a relationship with a Libra moon or Libra rising, Libras are just really great. Like... (laughs) My bosses, like my favorite bosses have been Libras. I'm trying to think. Um, Man, Libras can be great. Um, Just be honest. Be honest with them. Be honest and diplomatic. Tell them what is fair. Tell them the truth about what you're thinking and feeling. Equally hear them out and process it. Actually listen to them. And odds are if you're respecting them, and you respect their space, and you see them as a beautiful, a beautiful, valuable, spiritual being, they're going to reflect it back to you. If I'm wrong about that, please email me, Libras. This is my perception of you. If you are in a relationship with a Scorpio moon or Scorpio rising, they also love the truth. If you lie to a Scorpio and they find out about it, they're never going to forget ever, okay? That's just the fact. Own up to your actions, Take ownership for whatever you've done. Don't lie or be deceitful about anything because they will find out. Um, And be sweet. Allow yourself to be vulnerable. Scorpios really appreciate when you can lay down your sword and shield and allow yourself to show them how you are authentically feeling and authentically thinking and how you feel about them, why they are important to you, why all of this is happening what you can do to keep them in your life. Sagittarius, take them on a walk, 
get them moving. It helps them process. Um, they're also really big with honesty. I mean, all of these are going to be big on honesty, but they, they really want to hear the source of where your thoughts and feelings come from. They can intellectualize to an extent and they can also be very emotional. I know so many men who are Sagittarius rising or Sagittarius moon, and they are just so emotionally intelligent and so sensitive and just so evolved, wonderful humans. Um, and they can be quite forgiving from what I've experienced. And so don't take that for granted because eventually they will not come back. So being able to, um, communicate with them openly, let them know the source of where your heart is coming from. And again, movement is helpful. There are a lot of Sagittarius women I know that are just like super steady and committed and wonderful. And they, um, they do, they appreciate consistency. And I know that they're Sagittarius and Sagittarius in general, like their freedom and they like to roam around. Um, but showing up consistently is, is really helpful. For Capricorn, Capricorn can be stubborn and egotistical. I love Capricorn. I think I've said this before. They're one of my favorite signs. And they can be egotistical and they can talk over you and they can get caught in their head and think that the world revolves around them sometimes. Um, and, you know, they're all, they're also very service-oriented and they love to serve other people extremely hardworking, extremely diligent. Um, and so when you're working with them, it can be helpful to be sincere. They also do really well with vulnerability and they themselves, it's difficult for them to open up in a vulnerable way, especially younger Capricorns. As they get older, it gets a little bit easier, but if they're modeled, if somebody can model for them, vulnerability and sensitivity and emotional intelligence, it helps kind of bring them out of their shell a little bit. Think about it across from Capricorn is cancer and cancer is this like bleeding heart, emotional being. And they really respond well to that. Um, and being asked about their emotions, being asked about their thoughts, just taking that like hard course exterior that they have and know that it's there for a reason and try to move really slowly and really delicately with that. For Aquarius, Aquarius, interestingly enough, loves play from what I've noticed. And so if you can have a conversation playfully or try to integrate play or um, and I'm not saying by any means to like sweep conflict under the rug, but just trying to keep it a little bit lighter. Um, they also do really well with movement. They do really well with heart to hearts. Um, but having several days of intense conversation is not helpful for Aquarius. They've not seen them respond well to that. Um, so they're trying to keep things a little bit lighter. Like I want to continue talking about this important thing that's important to me or is important to you. And would you like to go to a movie and we can continue talking about it. Let's put it on pause. Let's do something light and then let's talk about it. That can be super helpful for Aquarius. For Pisces, Pisces are great. 
I love Pisces. They can be a little nervous at times. Like their, their energy, it can be a little bit anxious. So anything that you can do to ground and center and keep things steady. So, you know, in a relationship, if maybe they're feeling anxious and they even name that they're feeling anxious, don't make them suffer. Don't make them spin out. If you actually care about this person, you're going to help them ground. You're going to tell them the truth. Like, hey, you know, actually I want to break up or, hey, actually I'm mad at you right now and I don't want to talk, but I'm not going to leave. I'm going to stay consistent because they will not put up with it for long. They're fine going off on their own mission and journey. They just don't want to stay in that anxious space. Um, and I've also met many people with moon and Pisces who are a little bit, um, they have a great sense of personal, uh, personal like purpose and power. And so they won't put up with any crap. And so if you are in a relationship with one, really cherish that and try to be upfront with your feelings or a water sign as well. So being upfront with your emotions is always helpful. So I hope that this was helpful. Wow. It's almost 18 minutes of talking about reconciliation with signs. I hope that this was helpful. If you are one of these signs and you feel like it was helpful or not helpful, email me, let me know. I'm really excited. This is the first time I've ever done anything like this, <laughs> but this is from my own personal experience and studying astrology for a long time. Um, and of course it's not considering any other aspects of the chart. This is just based off of rising sign or moon sign, according to Vedic astrology. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. If you'd like to schedule a reading with me, you can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga. You can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. And you can follow me on Astrology Now's very own Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. Thank you so much.